are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcast family. Not network, Luke. I'm here with Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? And we have a bunch of chapters this week. We're actually adding a couple things, even some things that we weren't going to add and then decided to go with it from Uh, the Azuki app. Yeah, trying to mix things up. At one point, we were thinking about doing Zombie Makeout Club and the, uh, what is it? The Blitz. Blitz. Uh, we were going to do Whoa. those as a Manga Monday deal. They might not be long enough. If to this was a Manga Monday, uh, we always say this one's going to be quick. This one would be yeah, quick. Yeah, I mean, we're oh, going to start. Boy. Should we just get right into it? Is no that messing. what we're doing here? No mess. And what are we starting with, Luke? We kick things off with the hot off the presses. So hot it's steaming, Jim. Oh, my goodness. Just came out today. It is the Zombie Makeout Club. <laughs> Chapter 1 eye patch there is some sus eyeball stuff yeah, going is. on and a lot of eye related business it's very spooky indeed oh, and you even start off and the thing is this was a web comic at one point mm-hmm. i didn't know beforehand before we ended up going on here i was looking up some stuff trying to get some pics or some tweets and stuff oh. and i did see that it is something that's been going on a bit so at least when you go into it, when you have that sort of thing, at least you know that there is, it's going to continue right. because of the way There's that it history. was. You even said that the a big deal in Ireland this oh. week is that it is kind of a, a best buy deal or there something. You, you ended up releases. Oh my God. Hot off the presses in Ireland too. Oh. It's kind of a cool deal. So you end up going into this and I'm telling you this first chapter goes real quick. It's more about the feels maybe and i'm is not it? saying like the feels like i started crying i'm saying the no. feel of what it is the gross feels there's a lot of grossness and Yuck. when you start i will tell everybody to read at least the first bit of these character sheets that have yumi in it the other characters you're not going to get quite yet so maybe you can you know skip those some people don't like the readings though is what oh happened. no well we got more readings on this page than in the whole book yeah much. well we have yumi here who it says she her so we get the pronouns oh. died by suicide after jumping to her death has been mysteriously brought back to life in a creepy lab Uh-oh. and that's going to kind of explain everything that happens in this chapter we mm-hmm. end up going through this and there's a lot of sus eyeballs, a little creep. Too many sus eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. And in that, whenever I hear webcomic, even stuff that we're going to do next, Romantic Killer, we Killer. heard it was started as that. I always think of that kind of cutesy, in-color type deal, yeah, too. Yeah. This really does have the horror manga vibe. Full oh, out. Absolutely. And you end up seeing... You know, people who you don't really know, but you see some surgery on eyeballs. You see a lot of really disgusting things. And when you read it a couple times, you do get this idea that there is our girl and she is being operated on in some really sus lab type. I'm telling you, 
I don't know that they're washing their hands in Uh-oh. between surgeries at this sus hospital. This is not sterile. No, oh, no. It, it definitely isn't. But it's disgusting. And yep. you end up where this whole deal, this first chapter is really centered on this eye. Giving this girl, it seems, her eye back because as we go, we are kind of introduced to this girl who ends up killing herself. She climbs up on a building and just kind of jumps off. I she's smoking like a bad butt, and then she jumps off. That's the thing. She was committing suicide each cigarette, but she didn't want to wait that long. She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's gonna take a little long. I gotta go." Oh, but no. it did take me a couple times going through this very quick chapter to kind of get a, an idea of what was going on when this yeah, girl ends up killing herself. And you end up seeing just this horrific death. She falls. I guess she twists around in a real bad way and ends <laughs> up getting impaled on a post on a fence. The worst possible way. Like, you'd rather just, you know, aim for the bushes. Uh, she she did not. She, well, she for wanted the to die. Fence. I mean, there you go. And she got it. And then you Uh-oh. just end with her kind of waking up in the sus hospital basement deal. And seeing that they almost have an eye patch waiting for Ready her. Ready to go. And yeah, it looks like she even cut her own eye out then after. She, whatever it is about this eye, she does not like this eye. She, it almost feels problems. like it's one of those in my mind, and we have no idea, but it, like she has to do something to remind herself that she had tried to kill herself before. I don't oh. know because it's very odd. But she has that goth look. She's straight from Hot Topics. That's one Indeed. thing. That might make you jump off the roof. I'm not <laughs> saying you should, but it may. But you end up where the only real talk is at the end where she says, I didn't know staying dead was going to be so effing difficult. Oh, naughty. Boom, the end. And you're like, okay, like, what happened here? It's It's intriguing enough, but is it intriguing because we didn't get much? And I mm. want to get more story and see what's going on. But I did like the art. So I'll I'll give it that, but a very, very quick read for yeah. something that, you know, you just jump into. And I'm going to keep reading it. I got the Azuki okay. app just for this and Blitz. So I'll keep going, see how it is, and we'll see if we keep talking about it on the show. Mm-hmm. It might be one of those, like, very quick in and outs that yeah, we've had we at like some point. Right? Yeah, we do. That's what I heard about you. And we end <laughs> up where, oh, I, I actually... That's the ladies that go out with you, I heard. Oh, oh my goodness. Wah, hey, wah. that that's a mature joke for this mature book. What did you think? Yeah, uh, I'm not as uh, positive Peter about it as you, Jim. I'm not one for the horror spooky stuff. So as soon as we got into eyeball business, I I was wigged out. I was squigged out. I was checking out. The art is very good. Yeah, immediately when you say webcomic, you kind of get a few alarm bells. The character page, there's a lot of interest and stuff going on there as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing What's going to come out of this? I'm going to go for now with a 7.2 out of 10. Oh, see, you're higher than I am. I'm actually going <laughs> 6.5 for a start. I like okay. the start, but there's just not much to it. There's not much to no. grab onto. But I am intrigued to go on and hope that, you know, it gets better. But we'll move on to the next book. And oh. this is a, something that we didn't quite love when we did it for Mondo no, Monday. Didn't. But. I'm starting to like it a little more. What okay. is it? Okay, now we have to kick things off with chapter two of Romantic Killer, Awaken My Inner Soldier. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, indeed. So you end up where this whole play is that, you know, that imp, that crazy imp needs to get our lead character, Gal Anzu, to fall in love and make the babies. That's, the it, it really, once you think about the whole deal, we said this before, it gets a little sus. 
the idea. But at this moment, it's more like high school love shenanigans yeah, sort know. of thing where you have Sukasa and Mikasa, Ooh. as I always say every time. But you have him being the center of the attention. And that mm-hmm. kind of threw me off a little. I actually thought that this was going to be almost like the, you know, the hundred girlfriends that really, yeah, really, really love you. I thought guy at each time. Either that or I thought that they were going to be coming at her almost like a zombie love oh. attack. Like they would mm. be there and she'd have to fend them off. But instead, it's just Sukasa, And that kind of it just doesn't. Fit the vibe that he I thought it was going to be. Up like a bad penny, and I don't Jim. mind him. He does, and I don't mind him that much. He is kind of intriguing. He's the new guy, so he's mysterious oh. and aloof. I like that the guy shows up, and just because he's a sus jerk, you end up that the ladies like him. But I, I oh. talked about this one guy that I went to school with. The guy would come to school with his pajamas on. He would Creamy. wear pajamas to school, and everybody's, "Oh my god, what's going on inside his head?" And he wouldn't mm. say much. Also, never showered. I'm sitting oh, there looking at this guy like, what is this? Said. Yeah, so they ended up being intrigued because he was mysterious. I think that you have Sukasa mm-hmm. like that. But we also get Saki, the friend here. And really, this chapter does just end up being that kind of, hey, we bump into Sukasa no matter where we go. And it's we're going to end up going to lunch. And a lot of this ends up being gossip gal talk. Oh, oh what? What do favorite. I hear? It's funny because, like I said about being drawn to Enzu, Sukasa does end up sitting right behind her Whoops. and even hits the chair and stuff like that. So it does seem like there's some sort of magnetism going on Ooh. from the imp, but we don't get the imp this chapter, which no. I think you're glad. My goodness, best chapter I've ever read. Yeah, you didn't like him, but <laughs> you end up where they're sitting there and pretty much eavesdropping on narration gossip gal kind of Mm -hmm. talk oh my god look at him he has his own place he lives by himself hey can we come over and he's like no it's messy every step of the way sukasa is desperately trying to get these ladies to to beat it like remember before we said in the first chapter oh i don't have any money like usually (laughs) in my experience that's where they leave and now that Oh, I'll give you money. Oh, my house I'll is a wreck. Clean the house. I'm like, well, okay. Oh, yeah, they're gonna go clean the house. I think that sauce. he's missing out. He should end up going and doing that. But oh, you then go from that to have this. Oh my God, he lives alone too. Mm. Because remember, Anzu's mom and dad they skedaddle to the I'm U.S. Part of me, like, I don't know if uh, this is just crazy talk. It, tinfoil hat time, Jim. But when I when when they say, oh, he lives alone too, I was like, is he? Did the magical imp come to him like, too? Did he go to him too, or did maybe he lose chocolate is he in video the magical games? imp himself? Maybe Ooh, that's why he's miserable. Maybe he, lo- he lost the two things he likes: sus websites Aww. and other sus websites. That Jeez. might be his whole deal. But you go back to the house, and now we're just going to have shenanigans. Yeah. We're going to have Anzu, whose mom isn't there, which we saw she was good at. <laughs> She was good at swatting away the bugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, at this point, maybe you got to look into why these bugs are here. <laughs> Not just the idea of, oh, my God. And so in that, you make this play where they don't want to show you the bug. So, so bug. it's a cockroach. And they don't want to show you the cockroach. So they make it look like a piece of cake. Amazing. I wish they did that for the zombie makeout club. With well, all the that eyeballs. might have been the eyeballs. Well, it was 10 out of 10. I'm going to eat that cake. 
And it's going to be a cockroach now. And actually, I think that it might throw some people off. If this really was detailed, we got food wars type of deal. There'll be people that are like disgusted. Why do I want to imagine a cockroach as a piece of cake? Maybe cake on the floor is what caused this problem Uh in the first place. But Anzu, she's looking and there's some fun things. She's trying to take care of it herself. She can't. She's wishing her mom was there. At one point, she turns into Rambo. (laughs) I mean, all these things. And of course, you know, when you run out of the bug spray, you usually put it back in the cabinet empty. Yeah, you know, like, that's what's her mom doing? You know, her mom's doing that too, just to scroll oh, there. But goodness. she runs outside because of this cockroach and it starts raining. Uh-oh. She's in this little kind of play area to get away from the whole rain. Mm-hmm. And as she's there, who happens to walk by? Ooh. Oh my goodness! It's Dreamboat Sukasa. Evening stroll. I'm telling you, since they live by themselves, there's got to be a time when Sukasa says Sukasa Mika. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Sukasa Mika. <laughs> you end up where he walks, and oh my god, we're gonna end up having them do the deal and, and whatnot. So it was pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of what it is it's another one of those quick reads mm-hmm. the art isn't as good as say the zombie makeout no club. this feels more like the web comic art yeah this feels like it but it's a it's a romance type deal, yeah so it's kind of fun Killer. uh you gotta do something here maybe pick up the pace and i want to see when we do possibly get some other guys because once you end up having these two you know anzu and shikasa maybe they'll start to be friends and then we'll get more dream belts coming. Ooh, I want triangles. triangles. Ooh, I need like decahedrons. I need all that stuff going on because that's what I think will propel it. What, oh, yeah. uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I thought I, I liked it more than the first chapter, Jim. That's not yeah, saying I much. Because we get more school shenanigans. You know, this is what we're in for. And, you know, we get some more dreamy uh, Sukasa and Mikasa. And we're in for that too. I, the whole thing, he's so aloof. Yeah, I'm not so like sold on this guy yet that's why i agree with you we kind of need some more dream boats to kind of get this and maybe some different personalities yeah, like somebody we, who's like you know, really outgoing we want to get like... the dating game simulator going we want to have some options here for the romantic killer i want to see what happens when say sukasa decides they're going to go on a date and tries to buy her chocolate and oh, all, like what's going to happen oh no just the flowers no chocolates yeah any chapter that doesn't have magical imp in it is already going to be a banger for me so <laughs> i'm going chapter. 7.5 out of 10 <laughs> i'm going to go 7.5 as well <laughs> i love it it's the second chapter you're already you know complaining about banger. the magical imp but we'll move on to the next book what is the next book <laughs> yes <laughs> We continue uh, this week with Chainsaw Man, Chapter 110, A Ring in the Night, and Sus Panties Continues. Jim. Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, what's more sus with panties than just covered in blood? Oh, uh, You know, really. I yep. mean, and, and again, when we talked about the zombie makeout club, the art is very, you know, similar to something mm. like the Chainsaw Man. So yeah, you have to give it some vibes. props. But here we go with this whole play where Denji ended up showing up on the scene, turns into Chainsaw Man because he wanted to let everybody know yeah. that he was Chainsaw Man. This Spill is his, his own beans. So when he's going into this, you do end up where Chainsaw Man also is sus. And we see <laughs> Denji staring up and down, uh, you know, on Asa. This is the Chainsaw Man gaze. Dude. It is. Oh it is the goodness. gaze. And it's, uh, you know, he might be canceled coming up. I need Baby. to have... Asa slash War Devil Yoro say, my eyes are up here. 
Uh-oh. Chainsaw Man, he's like, I don't care. Like, Denji <laughs> wouldn't care one bit. You, you wouldn't be able to tell because he's wearing, he has that Chainsaw Man helmet on. So, like, you don't know where he's looking, really. Here's the funny play. You see the point of view. But <laughs> is this the way that this is the sexiest thing for Denji, oh. who gets to see panties and boobies, and then throw the blood in for the Chainsaw Man part oh. of it. This is like a, a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Uh-oh. The best of both worlds there. Thank goodness. You do end up seeing that, you know, Bully Gal, who did cause a lot of this problem, and was who Chainsaw Man wanted to come out to. Mm-hmm. She ends up like, oh, it's me. I actually thought this was going to be Yuko at first. I thought so, too. Yeah, and so when she comes up, she I mean, really, she is messed up for life. Look at her. Oh, yeah. She's like, I don't Therapy, know what happened. here we come. Yeah, really. And then Chainsaw Man's like, hey, look at me. I saved you. Hey, what's going on? And she just freaks out. Don't eat me. <laughs> she doesn't know any better. He's like, whoa, baby, I'm the Chainsaw Man. Didn't you hear about me? And so all this going on, he ends up saying... Hey, you want to see my human form? He is so desperate to show yep. anybody that he is Chainsaw Any Man. Opportunity. In the meantime, it works out because Asa, when it's actually Euro here, ends up going to slice him by oh. using Yuko leg attack. Whoa. You know, and that's just disgusting anyway. And as that happens, you end up getting Octopus Boy, who is there to stop Denji from yeah, like the handler. coming out. Yeah, he's the handler. He ends up having to stop him because he's about to reveal himself. It's actually, like, really jarring when you end up having that octopus mm-hmm. come and pull him down through the roof, which then, you know, makes Yuru slash Asa really pissed off Uh-oh. and ends up, you know, face-to-face with Sus Bully Girl. And just start screaming, you better come back here. Uh, How dare you run away from me? I'm important. Don't treat me like nothing. I'm going to obliterate you. All that stuff going on. When, in fact, it wasn't Chainsaw Man that ran away. It wasn't his choice. And then you just have the idea of, you're hopeless. I told you, you can't reveal yourself. And he's like, but it was so natural. It was such a great (laughs) deal. This guy kind of calls in. The the attack calls mm-hmm. in all the stuff going on of what had happened. And there's rumors going around. There's rumors about oh, Yuko. Geez. And we see that Yuko, she was bullied herself. She really played it off that it was because Asa was bullied. It's a little different when you end up having a justice devil, you know, in you and having mm-hmm. that combination of it because that's what that justice devil is going to constantly go for, justice. Right. And that's what it was doing. So. It kind of has that little bit of a different layer, Layers. but you have weird plays here because then you go off and you end Sus up having Asa go to bed and she has the dream. And of course, she's going to dream of chickens everywhere <laughs> where she's stepping on them. Dead chicken street. So you see, that still bothers her. I mean, it yeah. really does. It really upsets her. She needs her. therapy, too. Yeah, she does. So she ends up waking up and she goes to get a glass of water and then. Here is the deal. The doorbell rings. Ding dong. Don't answer the door if you're in the Chainsaw Man manga. This is bad no. stuff that happens. No it's way. happened before. You don't answer the door. She's like, oh, who is it? I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, it's me. It's Yuko. Come hmm. on. Uh, you know, don't let me in or open the door because I'm real sus. But why did she knock? I mean, the whole deal, like, she's there. Don't open the door. It's kind of the fight between it, I think. But. She says, I'm I'm pretty much a devil, and if you open up, I'm going to eat you. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Like, what did you say? Eat me? Like, why are you opening the door? No There's no reason. 
And she opens the door, which again, even in the comments, it's funny. People are like, you don't open doors like this in Chainsaw Man. No it just happened. Denji got screwed from it. So you end up where there you go. You have a deal. And again, we've said this before since coming back. Some of the cliffhangers, we like this is a weird one. You have Yuko, and I'm not going to say it looks bad, but I want more of what she looks like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you look at it, you're like, all right. Like, yeah. it didn't wow me. It's supposed to be kind of like horrific. But we don't really see that much. Lobster hands. She's got a flipper hand. Oh, That's no. one thing. But yeah, she looks like like lobster squid girl. Problem. But when we already have Octopus Boy, and then you, you have know, this, that it just no didn't thing. hit really great. But she says, I told you not to open it. I guess it's dinner time for old Yuko. And <laughs> we'll have to see if this is part of Justice Devil, Justice Devil Dead, all these things going on. We'll have to find out. It's okay. It's very quick. I always mm-hmm. like Chainsaw Man. Denji, we said we needed him in the book. We yeah, needed bye. to get more of him. He's in and then just gets pulled away right away. So mm-hmm. I, I need a little bit more than that. But you still have it decent enough. What would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. I suppose this is the wrap up of the fight. And that's what we wanted. We kind of wanted to move things along. And to still have you go in the book, I thought when she went big head, I thought that was it. You know, like, yeah, we're I not gonna, you know she's gone. But uh, there's going to be some interesting layers now if she's been devilized so yeah. you know there's some quirky stuff going on here i'm gonna go eight out of ten yeah i think i'll go seven eight a little so, less but we'll move to the next chapter which is what luke the ghostbuster osamus i think yeah uh, yeah it, it is, is. Indeed. you see i was i was uh, i have this manuscript ready to go oh, yeah, you have oh that. my goodness i we can have tell chapter nine of the ghostbuster osamus the best book in town. Yeah, you like this book, I think, a little more than me, but Uh-oh. I still like it. And it's a cute little book. And this yeah. actually is a chapter that gives you a little more than what we were getting before. Ooh. We seem to have eight chapters where we thought, yeah, how many legs does this have? Hopefully mm-hmm. just two or it'd be a monster. The but, problems. you know, how long is this going to go and whatnot? Though it is kind of going on on the side. There's like weird things with some of these that are coming yeah, out. It's at adding the moment. some details. Yeah. And so when you have this, you again have a nerd kind of ghost, but mm-hmm. they end up changing it up a bit because this one is more of this living, the ghost, living, this living spirit. So in this, you end up having to get a spirit and get it back into its body. Whoa. And this ends up being somebody who draws and writes some manga. It seems like an assistant. Doesn't really go through the whole play, but ends up doing a deal where when these certain characters end up being introduced in this manga, they end up doing it. And there's a big deadline. It looks like this is going to be something where like, it's a real focus chap mm-hmm. on these two characters, Lycos and Crest, you know, that's in the weekly Shonen Jump. Jump. And you end up having all this nonsense, all the stuff with these mangas in this already. But you end up where an overworked, you know, creator has had some problems and is freaking out because there's one more day till deadline. You got to hit the deadline and end up pretty much becoming a spirit because of it. So when this is going on, you end up having, you know, a Samu decide well what we can do then is help you out by you can take my body pretty much you can end up using my body and i'll help you draw i kind of end up drawing even in that where you go you get kaeka say 
Oh, she's real good at drawing, which embarrasses, you know, Asamu. Oh, yeah, this fun little back and forth with it. But we do learn about these living spirits. Mm-hmm. And again, we said before, this whole thing is almost like a love letter to people who like manga. And oh, this yeah. gives you almost like... By the fans, for the fans. Yeah. So it's like a, a Bakuman deal. The idea of not really being technically like, oh, man, I learned a lot about the process of making the manga. But if you kind of know the deal... You know that people are overworked, tired, boom, and it works out. Also, you get Kaeka, who has her cheerleading uniform going and cheer them on the whole time. She might be a gem Gem. uh, of the week because she really is pretty cool. But to end up taking the body and having this living spirit, Komoko, ends up where, oh, my God, I'm going to lay bare my heart and you'll lay bare Uh yours. It's very quick, and you end up where they kind of become friends in this weird so way, friends. right? Even at the end, it says that it's a new gal to enter the, the team here. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know that I need this new gal, but she's okay. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I thought it was a guy at first, Luke. I just yeah, have to mention as that. Always. And, yeah, so they end up being able to combine, and they end up making this manga together. Make the deadline. They make the deadline, and everything's fine. You get a lot of explanations about, you yeah. know, joining up the souls and things like that. But when they do that, it's a nice play. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you end up having, again, another shy, nervous gal. Like, she comes up to them afterwards and gives them a gift and runs away. And like, oh, my God. And, you know, you have a cool deal. And she ends up where this kind of standing that she does with Mm -hmm. the the Lyco Cray. I'm telling you, it's nonsense. But it's fun. And you know kind of what you're getting here. They even do. I like to where Kayeka is more involved now. And she's doing, like, you know, spell check and stuff. I kind of like her. uh, The whole gal gal. And yeah, they end up going through, and the day is one. New big. friends are made, Bless and up. you do, like I said, have this new girl who lives near them, which is you know very convenient. Ends oh, yes. up coming, gives them a gift, runs away, and then they become online friends, internet buddies. But it says they have more uh, fun, you know, companion now. I'm like, I don't know that this girl's that fun, but she's Aww. like, she's kind of just bitching and moaning about overwork. I don't need that all the time. Really? Always yapping like that. Aww. Just imagine the next month when it's like, she's just going to rely now. I need your body again. She's just going to be like, well, are we doing it again? She's like, what? I'm the, I'm not getting paid. Like, <laughs> why am I doing your job? Overtime. What's going on? Like me on this podcast is what I oh think. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what would you give it? Yeah, you know, it is what it is with this book, and we enjoy it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, do, I do like uh, the kind of expanded thing because we were even we were saying like are they always dead like what's going on here so to have the living spirits and the explanation here that kind of fleshes sing out a little bit so i did like that uh and yeah it's more of the same uh, and i did i think at this stage you're either in or you're out it, it, it makes me smile it's a wholesome read every week it is uh what Absolutely. score would you give it then? i want to go 8.5 out of 10 oh my goodness great. 8.5 holy moly it is I'm going what it 7.5 is. Okay. I'm going seven five. It's still solid enough, like mm-hmm. we said, and we do like it. You just somehow, you know, are, are intoxicated really? by it because like, oh, you're in intoxicated? Ireland. <laughs> That's because you're in Ireland. Oh, uh, and do you remember now what the last <laughs> book of the section is? Do you? Yes, remember I do. Here? Indeed. Uh, uh, what is it? Look? I'm intoxicated with the Marge Toxins, Chapter Twenty Six. 
Uh, no, no titles. Let's just get out of the business. It does say first blood drawn in the blink of an eye as Giro met his match. Now, met his match, we thought he met a coffin. <laughs> we thought he was dead. I mean, the idea that this guy, dreamboat he is, right? Yeah. He comes in Ooh. and just stabs Giro while they were checking. They were checking on this whole animal clan. They're, they're all dead. And you end up still having Arashiyama there with one of the cutest deals, the hamster serious, but we'll get to them in a second. I thought Giro was dead. He ended up telling both Arashiyama and Konosaki to get out of there. Get out of here. Go. They didn't. They're they're typical of anybody like this in anything you see. Get out of here. And they're like, what should we do? Like, what you should do is get out of here. But he says in that cliche, oh, he hit all the he he missed all the major organs. And that is so crazy. But he's like, oh, that was a hair away from being fatal. Luckily, I'm not bleeding anymore. I don't know how things work, but it looks like he should be dead. Um, But you end up having this assassin hunter. This is, in fact, who, you know, Arashiyama ended up hiring Giro to protect her from and everybody going down. The funny play, though, is this guy is not part of any clan. He actually isn't anything at all, really. He's just a dude. Yeah, he's just a guy. He's like, yeah, I love where, like, well, what family you're in? Oh, what do you mean? What fa- you know, what family? You know, you have to be one of the families. You're that good. Oh, no, no, my mom and dad, they're teachers. That's all he says. And he's like, okay. And it seems like there are these people who end up being able to be as good Mutations. as if you were. It's a mutation. And, you Professor up, and actually, in this, it's funny because it almost plays the idea of in this world. This guy's a superhero. This guy is actually, like you said, an X-Men type deal. He is able to match them with all of their training and all Experience. their heritage, all that stuff going on, where he's able to match that easily. I don't know why. I mean, I guess you'll find out maybe... The idea of my parents were teachers. I don't know how this will play out, but something has really pissed him off about assassins and he wants to kill them dead. And I think it goes more personal than just, hey, I don't like bad people. Because he goes, now you do end up seeing, though, through this, that he's nice to the animals. The animals. They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, from that whole animal clan, he made sure that you ended up, you know, the animals were okay. I still think half of them were eating their dead, you know, masters <laughs> uh, there. Crocodile? I don't know. He might not be doing such business. If it was crying with crocodile tears, Luke, I, I don't know. But I think it might have been eating Mr. Crocodile Handler. Uh-oh. But in this, you end up having what we said before. What we really like about this, you get some humor in this marriage toxin. You get some really good character work, but you get really, really good action. We Absolutely. mentioned that it was a lot like a Sakamoto Days Big action. Time. I do think that it is. Now, as an aside, I told you we weren't really going to mention it, but we are recording this to actually Ooh. have it on YouTube, and I have it up there. I just want to mention because yeah. you end up having this assassin just rip this sign. This mm-hmm. big giant like sign, rock sign. And, yeah, and starts using it as a weapon. And it is an awesome panel. It yeah. really is. This the hero. splash pages in this book are something else. You, know, you really do get, that's where you get the Sakamoto vibes. Like with the action sequences, a very cinematic. And I might piss off some Sakamoto face fans Uh-oh. here. I think that a lot of times this marriage toxin, maybe because they're not trying to be too ambitious with it. 
It's actually easier to follow sometimes Ooh. the action. The, the action is Shame. actually really easy to follow. You know what? I agree. Oh, I my agree. goodness. Oh the shade is kind of heavy. What, what is it? The middle of the day. So Jeez. then you end up where the sign. And even then, it's funny because you end up having Giro who can use all these things. He uses this, like, liquid detergent type to break deal. it up? It, like, almost, yeah, to break it up. It's it's crazy. It's like, like a power big, washer. Big Lego set. Yeah, so all this going down, and that's where Giro wants to know, who are you with? What's going on? Why do mm. you like the animals so much? Because <laughs> in the middle of it, it looks like he goes out and gets groceries for the animals. But then he says, oh, I'm just a normal guy. And that's where you get that mutation deal. But this guy... He's too powerful, so you end up where, and this keeps happening in all the things we talk about, where people end up, okay, I'm going to have to up the ante. I'll go all out. There's always the monkey paw. Backfires. The monkey paw is death, and you end up having Giro <laughs> go, I'm going to triple dose myself. I keep saying, like, why aren't you triple dosing him? I mean, you hmm. don't have to inject it into you there, Giro, but he does, and Jeez. he ends up bleeding from every, and I mean every orifice. I'm telling you, you don't Places see them he all, didn't even but know. I know that it's happening, oh, right? And geez. so he ends up just falling down, and it looks like he's dying. Oops. And yeah, he was like, oh, crap. I love the idea. He's like, yep, done messed up that one. I <laughs> should have realized because he's injured. And so he is going to die. You have His this assassin killer come up and say, okay, I caught up with you. All your hate, all this is catching up to you as well. And I'm going to kill you your time to die and you do have Giro being a gem as he is through this whole deal and says just promise me to leave those two alone Ooh. because he ends up liking you know them and and this is kind of a step up from what we started out with him but we've seen it going but this is where again Hiroshiyama and Konosaki did not listen they should have left well you end up having Hiroshiyama at least come back and say stop right there you're not going to do anything. And in a play that really is funny, Sirius the Hamster, Whoa. who's always going to be up for Gem of the Week. Steps I mean, anytime. He, he's now on the chest or stomach of Giro, <laughs> and you get this idea of this assassin, the, the assassin killer. Mm. He's not going to want to do anything yeah. that could possibly hurt Sirius. So His one that's weakness. a cool play. Yeah, it's one weakness. Humanity, or at least oh, towards no. animals. Cute hamsters. And so you end up having Arashiyama kind of come in and say, listen, don't do what you're going to do. You say he's bad. Hero isn't bad. First off, she is such a, you know, fangirl of him. <laughs> but she says Bias. he doesn't spread hate. He treats everybody equally. He even treated me nice. And that's something Ooh. nobody else did, not even my family and clan. So I'm going to fight tooth and nail for this guy. And, and she even almost says, I wouldn't do this for anybody else. Like, I, I'm not a fighter. We've been told already she doesn't fight. She said, I can't fight. That's why she needed Giro. That's why I love this twist where she now has to save Giro. And I think she's going to demand that payment back. There's no way I'm paying <laughs> Giro for this. But she ends up there where she says, come to me, my serious brigade. Whoa. And all these hamsters come out very reminiscent of what we saw with her grand. Her great grandfather that had the mice, mm -hmm. where she's showing that if you kind of tick her off, she can be pretty powerful. Now, these hamsters <laughs> might be funny, like, but they look real determined. You know, they're going to pop a fight. 
Oh, yeah. They look really pissed. And it says Face altered. Hamsters. And I like the altered lineage amplified. Canis Major. I'm like, I don't know what you just said, but I yeah. think it sounds It cool. sounds pretty bad, but for a bunch of hamsters. Yeah, you end up, let's do this. And that's a really good ending. Oh, I mean, absolutely. this book is really, really good. People should not be sleeping on this. We said it last week. Boom. It's such a good play. And we're still... In the early stages, if you haven't read it, go and read it. You can catch up very quickly. Go in, and I, I guarantee you, most of you, some people will be pish posh in it and get mad at me, but I think that most people would like it and uh, should read it. But what would you give it, Luke? Yeah, this is a big banger. We've been saying it for a while. Uh, I'm glad we get to talk about it every week. Uh, yeah, like it's really a big hit. Uh, loving it every week. Really did get the. Uh, we say it all the time, Sakamoto Days vibes. But really, here with that, with the the sign, and when he slices the building in half. Yeah, what the heck was happening there? That was very cool. Uh, but yeah, like there's all the action moments, cool character moments, and then big gem moments with a uh, Arashiyama stepping up at the end. She didn't think she was a fighter. But she's going to risk it all for her buddies, Jim. Oh. And Sirius and his Sirius Brigade. The squads. Oh, I love it. So, yeah, this is a, a big banger book. Everybody needs to get on this. I'm going 9 out of 10. Boom. I am. Are you sitting down, Luke? I can I'm see ready. you. you I'm, are, ready. I'm going 9-5. 9-5? Oh! <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going 9-5. It's, it's really good. With all that said and done there, Luke, we're going to be going off to your banger section. Boom. I don't agree Hopefully. with that being a banger <laughs> section. Yeah, and it better be edited before I go to bed Uh-oh. or there'll be no banger section and then this will be edited out. What, what? What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again for another edition of Luke's Big Bangers. Boom! Right here on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. The Weird Science Manga and Anime family of podcasts. The fam is here. Me and you and everyone else listening on this Wednesday. This when we're recording. And uh, it's not hot off the presses today. You know, we're not talking about uh, the chapters as soon as they came out. Like last week. We're not lickety split this week. But we've had a bit of time. Think about these chapters. And there has been some serious thinking business going on here. Because these are pretty deep chapters. I don't know if they're bangers necessarily. But some some deep stuff does be happening. And as we have already uh, confirmed. You know we are dummies here. On the Luke's Big Banger section. So it's good. Bear with me. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking how am I going to be making the jokes out of this? You know there's some serious business. Serious connotations going on here. Lots of confusing stuff. But you know we will endeavor to do our best. To give it old college try. Get some chuckles going. I mean that's what it's all about at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen bada bing bada boom but here we are more bangers than you can shake a stick at oh boy we have the the usual suspects here my hero academia and jujitsu kaisen my hero academia on break next week so we're gonna have to make the most out of it this week i suppose so we might as well do that right now uh no dilly dallying oh my goodness my hero academia number chapter 372 Naked. That's a bit of a, a sus title, to be honest. Oh no. But uh, we do have here opening up in Flashback City, black border panels, and we do see it is the boys, the heteromorphic boys, Koda, 
and Shoji are here and they have heard on the grapevine the beans have been spilled that there is a, a situation going down that's the fire alarm going on in the background don't worry my house is not burning down oh my goodness the show must go on though oh jeez but uh here we go it's back to normal <laughs> Real professional operation we got going on here. But yeah, the, the lowdown is, you know, there's going to be a big shake up, shake down at the central hospital. All the heteromorphs are targeting that. Apparently, that's what the big fox lady that I may or may not be smitten over. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's what she said. There's some business. And then uh, Shoji and Koda want to handle that business. And, and Shoji says, standing back while this plays out would mean I could never call myself a hero. Little does he know, ladies and gentlemen, that he, by saying that, and by doing the things that he has done, he's confirmed that not only is he a hero, he is a big old gem. Ding. And then we do see Aizawa notices all this, and he asks his, his buddy present Mike, yo, look after these kids, will you? Be there to support them boys, and perhaps resolve your plot line with Kirogiri, because, you know, we're pulling double duty here on these last couple of arcs before the story wraps up, and he says, will do, buddy, nods his head, no problem. But uh, present Mike, back in the present, is, is watching these two kiddos, watching Koda and Shoji. I keep on trying to say Koji and like combining the names in my head but it doesn't work uh, but yeah Shoji they're handling business really really cool these young men are pretty pretty strong he says way stronger than we were back in our day as the three Domigos, which is still, as as far as nicknames go, President Mike, and this guy is a personality, like, he's got the radio show going, but uh, he coined this term, the three Domigos, and I must say, not the not the best nickname. Nickname game not on point with, with President Mike. Domigos, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, really. Uh, yeah, I was never impressed. I mean, you think he should have the banger nicknames, but uh, no, th- this one's pretty crazy. Cringe, present Mike. But yeah, he's saying back in the day, Shirakubo, uh, you know, the cloudy boy that they were buddies with, and young present Mike and young Aizawa raised their head. They were nothing compared to the boys these days, stepping up big time. We then see a young, young Koji, young, <laughs> young Koda. I'm t- the names. I'm having problems. The the young Koda, and uh, we learn that his his mother also she has the same horn. She's got the horns just like young Koda does, and that's why when they grow, they're able to talk to even more animals. Doctor Doodle Extreme. Oh my goodness. And then he learns that she was getting bullied and then her husband, his dad, uh, stepped up and protected her because he's a gem like that. And then she says, grow up to be a man who gets mad when people mock something or someone dear to you. Or if you're Jim, get mad at any little thing, at the slightest inconvenience, and, and then argue on Twitter about it, uh, and haters go to hate. That's that's what Jim does. But me, I'm more of a, a, a mellow fellow. I'm pretty chill when it comes to things like that. All I want to talk about is if they're baggers or not. And it's a good thing we're in this section discussing that right now. Oh my goodness. That is shade to Jim. He probably 
won't even listen. Bada big, take that. But we do see the boys stepping it up here, unleashing big super uh, ultra moves. This is their super cool moves that have the names. And we have the Hitchcock birds. I suppose it does exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, a lot of birds and looks like bugs and insects. Yeah, you don't want to be messing with those guys. Then we also have Octospansion, which is just a really big punch, which also gets the job done, I suppose. So Octospansion handles the big spinner, big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles scaly man that he is, and the birds handle that weird spider dude who was, you know, the voice of the people, rallying all the heteromorphs. And this is where Shoji, not Koji, Shoji, uh, steps up and he uh, he he rallies the people. You know, why are you doing all this crazy storm in the hospital for? Don't you want to, you know, use your quirks for good? Use your gifts and your power? Don't you want to protect what's right? Don't let them exploit your wounds. Basically saying, don't listen to these evil, evil schmucks. Your children might be the next target. The stuff that they do now might be damaging the future generations. As we already saw him saying, you're going to put us back 30 years, Spinner, you big teacher. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, you, you know, he's, Shoji, uh, the, the kid, is thinking about the next gen. He's thinking about the kids that are going to be prosecuted for the sins of their fathers. Deep stuff indeed. But then we do see Spinner slaps back as well with uh, his speech that he wrote uh, back before he was all crazy, super buff, silly brain Spinner. This is him quoting himself and his manifesto, kinda, his call to action. This is what got all the people riled up in the first place. Talking about when he was walking in public, they used to spray him with pesticide, which is pretty grim. I mean, that's that's not very nice. You don't want to be walking down the, the supermarket and then you get sprayed with the pesticides. That's why he was a shot in playing League of Legends all day, I suppose. I don't really blame him. You should play a better game than League of Legends. But apart from that, that's a sound judgment. But uh, he's saying, yeah, when they hit us, we hit them back. So he is still on this crusade of, of going against the mistreatment and going against the abuse. And when he was treated like that, I suppose that's fair enough. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just watching this. Don't... Uh, <laughs> I'm no commentator, but uh, I, you know, I can see both angles. There's no really bad guys in this situation, or maybe there is. I don't know. It's pretty deep. I'm a dummy, but it's showing that there's layers to this argument. And uh, is there really a hero? And is there really a villain? That is the deep question. I am perhaps unqualified to be answering here. But, you know, we, we still do our best. But we do see he is still on the mission. He is, you know, ahead in the game, squeaky foot style. Let's get going. High School Musical. He is going to fly over to this hospital. He is going to bust out Shira Kumo because that is the plan. We do see everybody's having problems. The police trying to uh, defend the place. This monkey policeman gets totally squished. He pulls out the piece. He's about to start blasting. And then he gets squished. He, he's probably dead. Like that. Ooh, that's that. I I think that's some blood. Ah, oh, his problems. He didn't get to blast anything. Oh, jeez. Uh, so Spinner squishes him gnarly, and then we do see all for one telling him in the flashback. Kiragiri, he's in the research wing now. All you got to do is play a recording of either all for one or Shiggy's voice, and that will unlock him. And Kiragiri's quirk will bring this conflict to an end. His warp gate ability is pretty pretty sick. So if they were able to have that, they would be handling business no problem at all. But we do see a, a rather uh, touching moment. All the hospital staff, including that one doctor that looks like Yoshi out of nowhere... <laughs> 
it's been a while since we've seen him. Uh, he and I, he's a heteromorph type, so you know he's he's standing with the normal looking people. He's defending uh, the patients, so this kind of puts all the rampaging angry people to uh, to a halt. They are surprised by this. They kind of get hit with the feels. They see you know all these doctors. They don't care what you look like. They're going to help you anyway. That's what the doctors do, even if you have the mushroom heads. <laughs> you remember mushroom head and the Yoshi doctor from like way back in the day? They're back at it again. It's good to see them. They look a little sleepy now. They have uh, bags under the eyes, so I hope they've been. Uh, I, hope, I hope they've been getting their six to eight. You know, but uh, maybe not with the way that the world is these days. It's pretty crazy. You know, all these protesters they drop their pipes. They drop their tire irons, they drop their pitchforks, and they think, hmm, kumbaya, let's all get along. It was just that easy. Bad of big. And then we get a kind of big feels again, because we do see Spinner of the Mind here, young Spinner. He's running, he's thinking, it sure is great to have so many buddies, to have so many people got my back, supporting me, and we're going to get the job done. I've got all my allies behind me, he says. He thinks, and he turns around, and they've all ditched him. They've all bailed. Mission failed, having problems, and he is all alone. Which is very sad, because, you know, he was alone before all this happened, League of Villains, and now he's alone again, and it's no fun. Uh, And we do see a voice from the corridor saying, Shoji must have gotten through to them, and they had the big feels moment with the doctors, and now they're all buddies. But we do see that this is President Mike stepping out, and he says, listen up, that guy in there, that Shirakumo Kirogiri cloudy businessman, he is uh, not going to be your ace in the hole, and then they decide to have an epic rap battle to finish things off. We do see both Spinner and President Mike shouting out for Kiragiri and for Shirakumo. And who is going to hear their call? Who is going to answer? The hero or the villain? Will the three domingos ride again? Or is it time for Evil Cloudy Man to strike back? This is what we are going to have to wait to find out, everybody. Oh my goodness. It will be to be continued and we will have to wait a week and then find out the week after that. But there you go, something to look forward to. Big business indeed. Lots of deep stuff here. You know, we had deep moments with a uh, young Koda. We had uh, Shoji stepping up, as always. Really, really, this has been his time to shine. He's really stepped up big time. And even some deep moments with Spinner. And uh, pretty sad. You know, it's really going to show that there is no winner or loser here. And it is, uh, it's, it's pretty tough stuff indeed. And then even all the doctors holding hands. And uh, we're all we're all in this together. And maybe you know you should drop your pipes and your flaming torches, and and maybe we can all be buddies. You know, it's it's uh, it's pretty moving stuff. Probably more moving when somebody else is describing it. But uh, you know, I I do my best. But it is what it is. And having this uh, kind of move on from the heteromorph struggles. And now we're going into the Kirogiri struggles, which is really something that I've been looking forward to. Like I said, we're wrapping up a lot of the loose threads here, and this is one that uh, has been on our minds for a while now. So seeing President Mike standing up and stepping up, trying to reach out to his buddy, and the League of Villains trying to get Kirogiri back, who's going to win? That's all very exciting, so I'm looking forward to that big time. I thought this was a decent chapter. Some deep moments, but we had some exciting moments too. I'm going to go with an 8.5 5 out of 10 solid business looking forward to more next up we go from solid business to confusing business for a chapter with a lot of punching and a lot of fighting i was very i 
was very confused by a lot of this, which uh, which I suppose isn't new. Because especially recently in Jujutsu Kaisen, I have been uh, very perplexed by a lot of things. I need to uh, read up the wiki. Maybe I just need to pay more attention. But I'm finding a lot of the time I'm forgetting a lot of the stuff that's happening in this book. But, uh, you know, we'll do our best. It is what it is. I feel like this... This big bagger section is getting trickier and trickier because I'm a big dummy and, and the book is getting more and more complex. But we're all in this together, dear listener. It is what it is and we're going to do it. So we have here the next big banger is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 203, Blood and Oil Part 2. Oh my goodness. Once again, kicking it off in flashback territory, we do have uh, all of them sitting around the nice uh, kusatsu table, you know, with all the oranges and the cups of tea and... Uh, uh, they are chatting up, talking about what they're going to do. Chozo is saying pretty much that he is going to be the decoy. You know, when this big, nasty Noritoshi Kamo, who, by the way, Nor that is Stitches. Noritoshi Kamo is in Ghetto, aka Stitches' body. I always forget that, but that is not actually Ghetto. Ghetto is uh, not around at the minute. Uh, so that is actually the big, bad sorcerer Noritoshi Kamo that they're going up against here and he is the big problem that they have to deal with and Jozo is basically he's going to be the fall guy you know he's going to uh, take one for the team here he knows he's probably going to die going up against this guy so the least he can do is try to get him to open his domain because that will make it trickier for him to use curse techniques and this is when powerhouse Yuki Sakumo can strike so basically Jozo is going to soften him up and then that's when Sakumo is going to deal the finishing blow that's the plan it doesn't really work according to plan because we do see it is underway Chozo is throwing out all his blood manipulation abilities but it ain't no thang to Noritoshi Kamo with his weird curse bug looking creepy dudes throwing them all over the shop he is handling business incredibly well and Kamo is having big problems indeed there is punchins there is hiddens and Chozo is strong and he basically he's trying to buy some time trying to figure out what camel stitches is planning what are you plotting what are you going to do with yuji what do you want with him because as we remember chozo still thinks of him as a brother due to that wishy-washy mind whammy technique i don't even get me started on that i have no idea what's going on with that but the, the long and short of it is that he thinks that he thinks that yuji is one of his brothers and the cursed womb brothers brotherhood is very very important important to this Chozo fella. He is the big bro and he's got to protect his little bro. So he wants to know what the plan with Yuji is. Stitches says that Yuji is pretty much the beginning of the end. The chain of curses will never end. He's the eye of the storm of a new age of curses. So basically he's saying it's all Yuji's fault that we're all going to be doomed to curse land. Oh no. Chozo doesn't like this. No way. Heck no. As long as you're alive, Noritoshi Kamo, it's going to be all your fault. You're the root of all unhappiness. In no way is that Yuji. So he's standing up for his bro here. Chozo is a bro. And Chozo is a gem. Ladies and gentlemen. Ding. There you have it. Unfortunately, that is not enough to save him from the beatdown. And he is getting stomped on pretty pretty rough actually and stitches knows that chozo is no match for him he knows that chozo is trying to get him to reveal his techniques to yuki sakumo and he's basically using his small fry abilities he's not whipping out the big guns for chozo he's not showing anything because he doesn't want to reveal he doesn't want to spill the beans and he ain't gonna because he's handled 
Jordan Chozo pretty handily with just these small fry abilities. And he says, you are all failed creations. He is the one that created the Cursed Womb Brothers and, and he ain't very impressed. He does not think that they are very cool. He had high expectations and he is greatly disappointed. That's all he's going to say. And this is Supreme Shade and little did he know that if you diss, you can lay the smack down on Chozo. No bother. But if you diss the bros, there be troubles and Chozo does be having troubles. Uh, he, he does get smacked again by some weird beetle tentacle monster thing as Ghetto Camo Stitches continues to throw shade Do you know what the rank of a special grade signifies? It is the ability to single-handedly overthrow nations. So you, as as a grade one sorcerer, are not going to handle my business. You are no match for me. You fool, pretty much, is what he is saying. Uh, as we do see, even Camo's poor, his t-shirt got ripped off. He is having big problems. We do see he has them gains, though. He is having problems, but he also has them gains. Looking well, Chozo. Bada bing. So, basically, we see the big thumb and Yuki. They're biding their time. They're trying to figure out when they're going to strike. Yuki says, not yet. She still believes Chozo can step it up. And Chozo does step it up. Bless up. We do see he's thinking he's failed as a big bro. He needs to protect his little bros. That's what a big brother does. And he couldn't even land one hit against his creep of a father. But he's not going to let him diss his bros. He's not going to let him say that my brothers aren't interested. He he is not going to let any shade go by. And that is why he's going to step it up. That is why he's going to let loose. Young brothers of the death painting wombs, lend me your strength. And then he gets pretty crazy and he yells fire and something ridiculous is about to happen oh my goodness chozo stepping it up big time we do love an underdog here and when you're going up against the mac daddy stitches camo man who is serious business you are always going to be an underdog but chozo is stepping it up and you love to see it one of my favorites in jujitsu kaisen characters and uh, i really do like to see him here and getting a little bit more of the explanation and the history of the Cursed Womb Brothers, I think that's going to be very interesting indeed. So yes, while I'm still having trouble, you know, figuring out a lot of the things that is happening in Jujutsu Kaisen, I do appreciate when we get a big smackdown brawl here and we did indeed and we got to see more chozo and really i am a big chozo fan so i do appreciate that so i'm gonna go solid eight out of ten i would go higher if i understood more so i suppose that's my fault but there we have it there is two big bangers once again probably a little longer than uh we're supposed to be going here but you know jim's not listening so maybe we can get away with a few things bada bing bada boom i'm not editing that out oh my goodness but yes indeed that is the end of the big bangers we'll be back next week with more big bangers but right now it's time to head on back to the main show bada bing bada boom all right luke and we are back from Ooh. your bangers welcome back i'm sure that you just insulted me so much Absolutely. that my ears we're burning, Ooh. but we have uh, some of our own bangers to talk about oh. here, obviously. And what are we starting with? Well, we kick things off with sus bangers in full color, Jim. If you are watching along while we do this, oh my goodness. It is the Aakashi Triangle, chapter 110, Yayoi and Nino Kuru. Oh my goodness. And you end up having a, a nice little, I mean, as much as you're going to get susness in this, a nice bit of a wholesome 
cover there, right? Color, it, things get a little more sus as we get into this. There's only, like, this is, as far as Ayakashi goes, this is actually quite tame, except for a sus shower, right? It's like you almost had to fill that quota right before I don't the understand end. why they do it, but they do it. it Yayo is, is uh, out and about. With her twin little sisters, who are gems. They yeah, really are. Cute as a bug. And we ended up having them before. I actually forgot until near the end of this chapter when they ended up almost getting attacked at one Uh-oh. point. And you ended up having Yeo was kind of worried that maybe they could see the eye. Keshe, we find out in this chapter they do. That's about the most important thing that we have in this chapter. Covered. It must go in the family because Yeo, as we know, she can see them. As well. So mm-hmm. they're out there going to a movie and then they end up running into and in a weird deal. Ninokuru, who we keep saying we want more of, we haven't had a lot of him yeah. and Poe. He's just what he does look sus at all He's time. in the middle of getting cancelled when we bump into him. I mean, oh, this geez. woman is running from him. No, don't kidnap me. Don't hurt me. He's not gonna do that. We know he's a nice guy. Or as you have Mitsuri say a reliable fellow, oh. but he's like, and the the problem is he's trying to convince this lady, and you know that the way it is is like, no, lady, listen, he's trying to like grab her to tell her, but she thinks that he's going to kidnap her. So, she goes running off, and thank goodness Yeo comes in as a gem and says, ding. oh, there you are. Oh, you know this sus guy? Oh, it's my brother. Okay, I don't know why that changes the idea of kidnapping. But it seems to. Maybe it's a family thing, you know? They all get involved. It's so odd. So they go running off, and that's the cool thing where the little girls, the little twins, are introduced to, you know, Ninokoro, but right away, Poe is in trouble. Oh. They end up, they're chasing Poe. Oh, my God, look at him. Oh, my time. God. He is freaking out. He's trying to get out of there. But all of this is to where Poe, loose lips there, pal. Like the idea where you have Yeo, you're a little off. What's wrong? Why are you so nervous? What's going on? And you end up, Poe comes flying in. Oh, it's because Matsuri gives him the heebie-jeebies down below. Uh He ends up getting all, you know, hot and bothered. And she's like, oh, my God. And then you have to have this explanation of people don't realize you might get confused that they both know, number one, they can both see Ayakashi, obviously, because Nunakoro is a you know, Ayakeshi Hunter, and you end up having Yeo be able to, but they both both know that Matsuri is a boy who's trying to become a boy again and has a thing with Suzu. So all of this goes in where you think at this point, like, come on, guys, you have to date each other. Like, it's, it's a match made in heaven almost, big... right? Because you end up having Ninokuru, who is very nervous around gals, and you end up having Yeo, who's a gem. She yeah. kind of, you know, she needs a man. So together. Yeah, and it reminds me, if you are listening to our manga reading club, this actually Ooh. reminds me a lot of Dragon Ball, where you end up having Bulma uh, really want a, a boyfriend and doesn't realize that there's one right under her nose Whoa. and the same play there, here. So you end up where they're doing this, the girls, they're running around with Poe, and again, it's nice. You're going to end up, well, I only get nervous, Mitsuri, a couple of times. These are legitimate events that happen in the mm-hmm. book. You look at that. But the whole play is, you know, just trying to be, you know, just the way it is. They, there's not much going on at this point. I'm trying to give something here, but <laughs> there really isn't because he just goes off. Ninokoro finally gets Poe, and they too. go off. And you go from there because I'm about to talk. Oh, my very goodness. bad. 
they're having problems. But yeah, it's just a regular day out there heading home. The, the gossip, gossip bus shenanigans where they're talking about oh Nino Kuru and all this. Uh, and the big problem here for Yayo, Yayo, whatever her name is, uh, it's been a while, so I yeah, forget her name sometimes. Yayo, um, she, uh, she's thinking, she's remembering all them sus goes. And it's always like, we always see the friendly Iyakashi with everybody. For some reason, she just ends up seeing the really sus looking ones. Uh, and that is exactly what happens here, because they got off the bus. Uh, and they're heading home, and it's a nice day, and then, uh-oh, they see sus eyeballs. What, what is it about eyeballs tonight, Jim? We're having problems. Uh, and, he, you know, he's going to get an, a mouthful and an eyeful. Jim. Yeah, really, oh, at once. She tries to cover the eyes of the yeah, twins. They, they, you know what nightmare fuel here is going to be problems. Uh, and then in comes our knight in shining armor, <gasps> Ninokuro, who, again... Yayo remembers, oh, he's reliable, he's a nice guy, Dreamy. and he does come and ends up grabbing this thing and goes off to stop it. So you do end up having that happen. He ends up saving the day so the girls don't see it, and I mm-hmm. think that Yayo is getting a little smitten with him. I, I think, think that, that so might too. be the deal. I think they should, you know, ramp this up here with Ooh. this shipping. But then you end up having him go, and we find out that it was an app they were using. It was the Ayakeshi app. <laughs> and he was doing this with Matsuri, who ends up catching up to him, mm-hmm. showing boobs galore, yes, and so ends up making Ninokuro so very so uncomfortable. Pose like, oh my goodness, <laughs> he's in the background. And so you have all that going down. It's it's kind of a fun deal. Then we go susness, and I, I went past it like <laughs> really quick. <laughs> yeah, you end up where y- Yeo goes back to take a shower. The little girls are in the bathtub. They're like, oh what goodness. is going on with all of this? in, in this the book? showers. Ooh. But you end with, you know, that sort of deal. And hey, uh, I wonder if he is that nice. Uh, maybe the ship is going to get going. Yeah, so we should. I even said if I go to the comments in here, there were people who were yelling about it's everybody. Oh, my God. Hashtag ship. Oh, this is the greatest thing. I ship it. Let's do this. People really want them to together. And it's one of those before. It was like the idea where it's not something that before this I would have said, oh, Ninokuro and yeah, you have to get together. But when they end up doing that, that does give both of them something to do in the book. Because we know you're not going to get between Suzu and Matsuri, and even if you were going to try, Dark May's trying to do that already. That gets Ooh. crowded. That bed is a little crowded. So let's get this here. And I'm telling you, you have extra sides to the triangle By all the aboard thing. the new ship. That's everybody's loving this chapter for that. I liked it too for that. It just was at one point, you really know what to talk about because of the idea that it kind of just doesn't do a ton, yeah. but it's a fun chapter. It's a slow uh, what would burner. you give it? Yeah, I liked it. Like we said, we always do enjoy the side cast in Iyakashi. And it's been a while since we've got any of Yoi, Yayo, or, well, we always like Nino Koro, and the sister. Sister needs to get involved. It's been a while since we've seen her, uh, like the ninja in training lady uh, who has a thing for Matsuri. Um, yeah, so uh, we do like these. And like we say, exercise the triangle. We always like that. So I like the extra layers being added here. Uh, a quick read, but a fun read, uh, and Akashi back on board. I do like it now. So, yeah, I'm going to go a solid 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go 8.5 as well. I don't know why you needed a shower scene at the end. You Good, did. Of course you I did. mean, that's what <laughs> got me. It gets me every time. 
<laughs> Gotta be sus. This is a book that ended up because of that was, you know, on the jump site. Mm-hmm. Then it even gets even worse. Like oh, this book geez. has been hurt by that, but still is pretty big. So we will move There's to the next strong. book. This next book's less dust, right? This next book is Thank a goodness. little bit uh, better. What do you go? What are we doing? Well, we kick things off again with another color page for a Kani Banashi at Story 37, Rakugo Quest. Yeah, Rakugo Quest. Just like Quest. the video game. It's like the video game, and oh, that's geez. pretty much how we're going to describe this, because you get down and dirty with the Rakugo yeah, in this terminologies. one. I mean, I'll give everybody the, oh, the quick boy. play here. Kureshi continues to be the the sussest gem you'll ever have. <laughs> the guy is gem always there to help. He always is helping. He's always, you know, deal. But he finally in this, I still don't believe him. But he reveals in this that the reason why he keeps helping Akani is because when he does take her down, he wants her to be at her best. But he doesn't. He seems to like I, I just he seems to kind of even if it's like a little sister, it's still. And remember, like, when he showed up, you really got away from the idea that he was the guy who was twisting and turning and doing modern takes. Remember? He, mm-hmm. Everybody was all up in arms Shake with this it guy. Up he was. Game. But then you go to this, and all of a sudden, he's the fountain of information. Oh, yeah. He's the Wikipedia he's here. He's been around the block. Like, he seems to really be studying into this and getting stuff that Akani doesn't know. And we find out through this last chapter. The idea that she has been pretty sheltered and she's relied on the skill, but she only knows five stories. So this is where she has to go off. And what what I thought was going to happen, what we both thought. Okay, that's it. You know, we'll see you later. It was nice knowing you. We're going to head off. I'm going to learn my five stories. But in the kind of going off to do that, Kureshi kind of gives her this rundown of, why she has to do it, what story she knows, all that gets a little dense again with the Rakugo stuff. But they know this. I mean, this is very obviously they know it. So they go, oh, that's like a video game. And basically, it's like these stories are part of your skill set. Yeah, she's got the basic skills she needs to level up. It's like she has leveled up to, and they even have it, it's like level 31, uh, 36, it says, in a video game, but has never spent any of her skill (laughs) points, so she has no skills. So how good is that? She ends up, and it's kind of a neat little way to explain it, because the idea where she has like a lot of hit points, she's not going to go down easy, but Mm. she only has those couple stories, so she has to go learn them, and... You end up having a couple things that Karashi ends up letting her know. You're doing the lower level stories. That's the ones you have. The Zenza Banashi. I'm telling you, it gets, it gets dense. But yep. And she's like, oh, I get it. I have to learn all the hard ones. Oh, no, no. You got to learn more of the easier ones. Get your skill up and then go up in what looks like the, you know, the food triangle. There, there. we go. The dietary triangle, right? So in that, Rack he also wars. keeps to himself at one point. I don't want to tell her that she's really good. You're not really supposed to get that good a reaction from these real lame stories. But she did it. And the big play is, oh, what? You know, she's like, I'm going to go back to my master and learn. Oh, what? You, you're not going to go to another master? Ooh, and you do almost get that around. feel that he would be like, that feels like she's cheating on him. Yeah. So you do have her go Loyalty. back after after they go sayonara stucker and Karashi's like, I'm going to beat you every time I see you. Uh, they go off, and she goes back to her deal, thinking of the video, video games, yes. and she wants to learn all this stuff, and then she talks to her master, 
who then says, yeah, you should just go to other places. This is what you do. That's how you do it. That's all the things you do. Part of the process. And yeah, it wouldn't really upset me. And in fact, it'll help you out. And then at the end, am I am I mistaken? But says, go back to that place and work again backstage. I'm like, what? And then you end up where it ends. So we're going to go back to round two with that. But overall, it's okay. I think you're going to like this one a little more than me. But it's more of the idea where a lot of times this book, it it does get dense with the Rakugo. This ends up trying to give it you the Rakugo for dummies deal with the video games. That's fine. You know, a little dragon quest deal Mm -hmm. they end up but in that too though there's things that happen in this book sometimes these chapters where we kind of knew this was going to happen she has to go and learn these stories we get a little bit of information a little more oh she can get it from somebody else but you know the deal of her master okay but i kind of want to get to it uh this is a slow burn though this is a that's what you're going through this whole process and you even have where her master brings up the idea well you kind of she she wants to get good and big in the rakugo world but her real deal is to get revenge from the other master who ended up dissing her dad and really it kind of doesn't jive but she's gonna have to do it so with all that what would you give it yeah i mean we're gonna have chapters like this in akani banashi eventually you know like the we are dummies when it comes to the rakugo so i appreciate that they do give us the rakugo for dummies it is a fun way of explaining it like you say like there's a lot of dense kind of uh content that you just needs to you have to get through but the whole rpg thing was fun I appreciate that. And, like, you are getting a lot of explanations and terminology, but you are getting the character moments sprinkled in that we do enjoy. And I think that's I mean, Kureshi's really good in this. Yeah. He ends up, he's the guy. He's and the, he's you kind know. of been, like, on the DL. You know, like, he's been there the whole time. And, like, you, as you get it more and more of him, you start to like him more and more. Like, so I really am appreciating him. Um, I'd be interested now to see, like, because we might have a, a totally new crew. Going in for the backstage, yeah, that's, as we you, you might get again. that. That'd be cool. So, like, yeah. there's, there are. I think the characters in this book is where it shines because me and you, we don't know much about the Rakugo business, but uh, it's the characters that really have us hooked here. Uh, and even in these chapters where we get more of the Rakugo than the characters, they still find a way to shine, and I do appreciate that. So, I'm gonna go with an eight point two out of Ooh, ten. I'm gonna Ooh. go seven five. I'm a little Solid. down on this, but it's one of those you kind of get. The peaks and valleys in the Rakugo world, where the Rakugo is the hottest, is what I hear. Uh, What is next, Luke? Yes, next up we have the Dan to Dan, chapter 81. Uh, (laughs) If I can find it on my silly phone. It has a goofy title, What Do We Do About These Deadly dudes. Does Jim. have a goofy title, especially because we were going to talk about Sakamoto Days next. Oh, yeah, well, there we go. You know, we mix things up a little oh, bit. I'm sitting there, I have the picture <laughs> of the Sakamoto Days. Oh, we don't want to do the Sakamoto It is days. the Dan to Dan. But there we have it. We ended up having what we think is this alien invasion, but Uh-oh. whatever it is, it's sus, it's destroying everything. Big and time. it does end up where now I kind of think that it may not be. As sus as I thought, because they keep oh. mentioning things like, we got to find her. Mm. Where is she? There's a game plan here. Yeah, I, I think that we might find out that, you know, they're there to capture Uh-oh. and bring back. 
things more than being sus because mm-hmm. they end up being taken aback. They can't end up tracking things because of these glowing balls that I think were set up a- as well. But in so this chapter here, you just have a fight. Remember, we ended up having Evil Eye Gigi, who ended up with his sass. Mm-hmm. Like, hey there, Booger Face, Booger what's up? Face. He's going right into it with it and is going to end up where is he going to fight? Is he not? Ira ends up saying, hey, you're allowed to fight. Go and fight that thing. Don't worry. And he's like, nope, I <laughs> promised, you know, Takakura. So ended up where Okoron and him are the only ones allowed to fight. Okoron was afraid of this. So he's like, nope, that's not going to happen. And then he just gets crushed. I mean, he gets destroyed by this deal, but he's evil. Eye. He can take it. and. It's funny how a lot of things end up being very similar while we go through all these, because this really does. And this, I don't know why it really pointed out to me. This is like the Itadori Sukuna type of play here where you do end up having to use, you know, the evil eye to save Gigi's life. But now Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to play along. He's kind of being a jerk about it. So it's kind of a neat little play. And the art's great. It's just that in this, it is just fight, fight, fight. Destroy, destroy. I mean, this town Crazy. is destroyed. They're, they're not going to be able to recover from this. I mean, things are just getting just wacky destroyed. And so as we go, I keep thinking, like, when are we going to get, you know, Lobster Guy? When are we going to end up getting a lot of the other characters that we had that would end up showing up? And I'm thinking we might get them, you know, sometime soon. But in the moment, it really is a chapter where Ira and Evil Eye Gigi are just getting the crap kicked out of them. I mean, you have Ira's really trying to fight, but she ends up just getting destroyed. Everybody, this whole place. And then that's where they're like, okay, almost three minutes now. And I, I'm i telling you, I hated the idea that these robot guys had to say, hmm, at the end of everything. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's driving me nuts. But even in that, you end up seeing this one deal opens up like the kaiju suit Uh that we have so very similar i think that that's a wink wink and then these squid guys come out like it's watchmen or something look at these guys they come out and they're just disgusting but they start mentioning like yeah we got to get out of here quick the moisture isn't as abundant Mm. hey we can't use our laser Mm. and i was like i'm gonna kill you guys which i hope they do but yeah it's just this attack and yeah, you go and out. they say, you know, no use. Hmm, these white orbs are interfering. So there's all these orbs set up that they can't end up pinpointing who they're going after. You can kind of guess who they might be going after. Mm. It's not that hard. But you do see, and I didn't even realize at one point that Ira and Evil Eye Gigi, Ira grabbed Gigi and ended up going down in the sewer to get with away. With the hair? Yeah, with the hair. And it's kind of a cool play where she brings him up, but she really steps it up in this one. I mean, the idea that she always is there to say, I'm the best, and I'm the one who did it. I do that. Like, she really is stepping up. She got but, them out alive. Yeah, yeah. And then it just ends with, I got to warn everybody <laughs> else. And then you see him the end. I mean, it's a really quick chapter. It's yeah. a really quick deal. A lot of cool destruction. Some, I mean, I'm saying the action is good enough, but it's more destruction that you're seeing. And it really does, I guess, step up the deal of, man, these things are bad news. So we have to end up, Serious you know, business. trying to save everybody. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. I do like at the end we do see uh, Maid Bobo. Uh, yeah. 
you know, earning just doing that her dollar, thing, right? just yeah. making the love hearts. Uh, but yeah, there's serious stuff going on here. These aliens are a big threat. Because we know, like, uh, Ira and Evil Eye, you know, they're pretty powerful heavy hitters we have here on the team. So to see them get wiped out like this, and the town is getting blasted. Uh, yeah, Ooh, serious business indeed. Uh, but yeah, we're going to see, uh, hopefully, more of uh, Oak Rude and, uh, you know, Speedy Gonzalez action going on next week. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So yeah, a big, heavy action chapter. But I suppose we're used to that with Dan to Dan. And it's always a satisfying read. I'm going to go with a 7.8 out of 10. I'm going to go 7.8 as well. Ooh. A little down this week. It's weird. It's not that I'm like... Negative the, Jim. Yeah, but after reading them, it wasn't like I was like, oh, these stink. No. It's more of a couple setup issues. There's yeah. really quick reads this week. So... That's uh, a part of it. But now, look, what are we oh. going into? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I've corrected it now, and I know exactly You, of course, corrected going. this yes, here. Yes, indeed. I, we are, next up, we're going to kick off with the Sakamoto Days, chap Days, not chapter, Days 94. 94. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, trouble for anybody who, you know, doesn't like Club Jam. Uh-oh. Like these two guys. Like, we hate this guy. I thought that he was taken care of in this. I was so happy. And then he isn't. He's no. a little too tough. But you end up having this whole deal. This chapter is he had mind-controlled Seba, who ended up attacking Shin. We saw that at the end of last chapter. And they are all, you know, both of them are trying to get to Grandpa, who is this database. whole database. So all that going and swirling in there. The only other character that you really get in here is Amani. I have mentioned not a big fan. He kind of just sits there and looks confused most of the time. But Relatable. we do end up taking a peek at old kidnapped girl and guy. We have Mafuyu, who I do like. And seeing him again, I remember how much we hated him at first. We yeah, hated him. Us. I like him enough. Yeah. Ugo, the kidnapped girl, is as sus, sus as sus can be <laughs> and needs to hit the skids. She's a flip-flopper. She's a flip-flopper of the heart is what oh. she is, and you don't need that. But you end up having this attack, and Seba attacking Shin, and, and even there, Shin's like, man, I can't believe you got hypnotized. You're so lame, and he can't read his mind. And because he ends up having this hood on. The anti-mind read that's, hoodie. That's a big deal there, that anti-mind reading hoodie, because he's like, I can't detect him, I can't read his mind. So as we uh, end up going through this, you find out Club Jam does indeed know that old grandpa is the database. At one point, it looks like he's like minor 2049 or trying to pickaxe them. But you have a bunch of attacks. And the problem with old Club Jam is as he gets hurt, he likes it more and more. He is so sus. disgustingly like, sus. Oh, no thanks. He starts getting, you know, I mean, I'm telling you, stars. And hearts going. I mean, all the of a sudden, we've changed. Yeah, we've changed <laughs> genres. Oh, so no. all this going on, and you have this deal where you do know that Seba really does care about his brother, mm -hmm. wanting to get his brother back as he's kind of hypnotized to fight Shin. There is a twist that Ooh. is coming up, though, Ooh. and especially at a point when it does even look like the hood goes down on purpose, but. You go up to the kidnapped guys, and I like Mafuyu. He's like kind of chill, right? Yeah. I mean, he Lead thinks back. that his brother Seba will definitely end up saving Save him. I mean, that's it. He, and you end up where 
during all this kidnap capture time, Ugo is is drawing pictures. She's made a fan that says "Notice me, slur." She is in love with X slur. So, you know all that going on where she was the fanboy of Sakamoto not before. Anymore. He's got a little weight problem, I guess. She ended up saying that. That really did disturb her, it seemed, at one point. But now she's a big fan of Slur. Do you think he likes me? I mean, she is so over the top. But, like, hey, what's up with you? Why are you so chill? Well, my brother always saves me. Oh, your brother, you guys, you love each other. Even gets the idea, oh, you got a brother fetish. I'm like, let's <laughs> not go there. I mean, seriously. you're Yuri Holy moly. So she, he ends up saying, no, you know, our parents were clueless. We trained together, and he always did save me. We, we're not really close, but he's always there. Big I think bro. that I think that Mafuyo doesn't quite realize how much that Seba's brother does like him, uh, but he does always end up. But now at this point, Mafuyo is like, where are you, Seba, you jerk? Like, you're a loser. Where are you? You got to come I'm save stupid. me. So then we go back, and, and I think that it's cool when you read this a couple of times. When you do realize the idea that the hood has gone down, on Seba. Oh. Seba's ending up attacking. And in that, you think that that's cool because Shin now will be able to get his attacks. He can read his mind. This is all a plan, and it's really well done for Seba. And I just want to point out, looks a lot like Sugar there. I just wanted to <laughs> say that there. But you end up where there is Club Jam. Hey, all right, now kill all these jerks. Kill them. Oh. He has a knife, and he's going to do that. Shin then looks at him, they kind of nod. Mm-hmm. And they both attack Club Jam because Seba says hypnotism. That's a bunch of malarkey. Hey, that's you know that's all parlor tricks. I was never hypnotized. And when he ends up revealing that it was through the ESP, Shin was able to read Seba's mind, and they made a plan together of the mind one sided. I mean, Seba's telling, "This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask Club Jam where my brother is." He is going to, if he knows, he's going to think of it. He's not going to tell us, but he'll think. You read his mind right there. We know, boom, and then we take care of him. We don't need him anymore. And that's what they do. And it's really a cool play. It actually really gives you that Seba and Shin kind of duo that they might end up really being friends now and stuff like that, the way that they worked this out and how smart Seba was to go with this plan. But Shin was pretty good, too, acting the whole time of it. But they seem to end up destroying Club Jam. Thank All right. This is awesome. And then the best is when Shin goes, when, when did you get out of the hypnotism? And he's like, I was never hypnotized. <laughs> Everybody's so mad because he was fighting them and almost killed all of them. And they're like, what did you do that he for? Committed. But th- what you get here, and this would be really good in, a, in an anime, because mm-hmm. it's very cinematic, because what you get then is, you know, the reveal, Shin says, yeah, I read his mind. They're in an abandoned warehouse in Bangkok. Slur's probably there, too. We can go and get them. Ooh. And then you get Club Jam with the laying down bloody slow clap. Uh-oh. He starts slow clapping, which the clap is bad anyway when he does that. And now he's taunting them. And, yeah, the whole play of this is that he really was not, you know, down. And then does, at this point, Seem to hypnotize Amani, like all these things going on where Amani flips out and ends up seeing his dad, which Uh-oh. is the sus dad. And I Triple said, I vision. think Club Gem says, okay, Amani, kill these three. And he sees them all. Now, the idea that you're hypnotized, that's fine. 
But if you see three of your dads, wouldn't this be something that might pull you out of it? You know, like, oh, my God, I see double three dads. It doesn't make sense that much. (laughs) I hate you three times. And he's like, Dad, now it's time to play. And you have sus just disgusting we need to get licking rid of this his guy. lips yeah I, just the, licking the his sooner lips. he's gone the better oh you geez. do and that's the thing with sakamoto days which i think this is a banger of a chapter i think that the plan going on was really neat really Mind played games. with the characters traits and their strengths and things like that to have them kind of interact but you do tend to stick with things a little too long club jam needs to go i'm done with them i was done with the you know, movie making jerk before and Club Jam's worse. You know, he is the worst. So I want to get rid of him. But what would you give this? Yeah, I mean, it's another Sakamoto Days chapter, but I did like the nice the play by play, the team up here that we didn't expect. Uh, there was good mind games going. Uh, and we get like moving on, like we're still in the school. I think we have been in the school a little too long at this stage. Sakamoto kind of has a problem of like hanging around overstaying its welcome with some of these arcs but uh getting the location for the sus warehouse in bangkok uh i like that because hopefully that means that we'll get the ball rolling a little bit why well, if we go through seven chapters of them trying to find one warehouse please they're like it's no here thanks. and then it's empty it's not here oh jeez there's a bunch of pallets My now goodness. i'll tell you i think one of the biggest problems is first off and i know sakamoto in it's quite some time and i really thought we were going to have at least one chapter up that now if we do it now it's too late but go back to the convenience market it's been too Maybe long for a whole deal we went back and checked in on them for like a panel yeah we haven't seen the family i in thought ages. we were going to go back to them for at least one thing and have a, you know a little not a cool down but have some fun because Lou's there my favorite character and yeah mm-hmm. you're both of our favorite characters are there just sitting there stuck at the convenience market so I, I thought maybe we'd go back to them for a little bit. It was nice to actually, and this one, see Mafuyo, though, because we hadn't really seen it's him been in a so bit. long since But that. no Sakamoto. I mean, Sakamoto's kind of out and about. So uh, what what score would you give? Uh, I mean, always going to detract some points for Club Jab every chapter that he's in. Yeah. I hate him. So I'm just going to go with a, a flat 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to go 8. It's still good. It's and the action's really cool. And then at the end, that does set up a deal because, you know, before, in my mind, Seba can hold his own. So if he's mind-controlled, you can kind of fight back and really go to it. But I don't know. Amani isn't as good as Seba. And so you, you don't want to kill Amani. Also, no. the grandfather. I mean, all this crazy stuff going on. Uh, I'm afraid that he's going to kill his grandfather. I, I really am afraid that he's going to go down. Then you don't have a database. That's and then we're going to have to figure something else out. But. We'll see. We'll see how it is. But we're both out of eight. But now we're going to finish up with what, Luke? We wrap things up just as we kick things off with a little something new, a little something hot off the presses. So hot it's steaming once again. And now we're going to the place where the chess is hottest, Jim. Oh, my goodness. Because we have the brand new, fresh on the Azuki. We have the Blitz Chapter 1. Good game. A GG, if you will, Jim. Oh, my yes. goodness. And when you get into this, we've had, you know, certain mangas that dealt with badminton. Yes. We had some that deal with the rocker girl. Yes. You end up having the thing. Badminton, not as much. I'll tell you, <laughs> one thing about blue boxes, they never really got heavy into the rules no. of badminton, right? Not really. But like a rocker girl deal, 
And some of the other things we had, you are introducing a subject that you're going to have to explain a bit to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, chess is something that, you know, you can explain kind of easy, obviously, the layers of it, and a little more intense. And when you're going into this with this chess club and things like that, yeah, we're going to see. I hope it doesn't get too dense with it, but we end up having at least the main character with a name that I'll never forget. His name is Tom. And there we go. Yeah, Easy. what we play too is there is a bunch of characters in this that end up having French names, and I do believe one of the co-writers is French, so yes. that makes sense. And I think even the artist, maybe I- I'm mm. not quite sure, but this is an international team doing this, and mm-hmm. that's cool. We don't see that that much, so I kind of think that that's a cool deal. I think yeah, the art's French. really good. Oh, I love I, the art. And, and again, this is another one that I believe started out as like a, you know, a graphic novel. Now they're separating it in. But for us, it's new to us. And I actually like this first chapter. If we're going to go between this and the old make out with the zombie club, yeah. I'm going to go with Blitz every Chase time. all the way. You end up having, you know, right into it with Gary Kasparov, which if oh. you're going to end up having somebody in a chess deal, have somebody that I think most people know that name or have heard that name. The Wayne Gretzky of chess. Wayne Gretzky is the Gary Kasparov of hockey. That's oh how good. Whoa. And I love Wayne Gretzky's Holy my moly. favorite of all time. But this is Gary Kasparov. And you start out Crazy. with a cool deal where he's playing a computer. I, I thought it was going to be a little wink, wink, like he's playing the Kaiju number eight. But <laughs> you end up, it's the Kaiju 96. Oh. And... He's about to win, but the power goes off. It's a weird in- entry Who into really it, but wins. it's kind of funny, too, because then you get this Gary Kasparov where they're interviewing him, and supposedly he is kind of a technical consultant of this. There's a lot of rumor, yeah. a lot of gossip gals and boys about Ooh. this and what's really going on, but he ends up where, oh, man, you beat the Kaiju 96 computer. It's like, no, I didn't. Nobody won, and he didn't either, and we're going to have to keep playing. It's kind of a... a crazy little setup to then go to our main deal where you end up having our girl harmony who is a huge fan of gary casper that you would be if you like chess she is a gary casper stan you would say oh my goodness off there oh yes what are you a friendly ghost (laughs) and with that you end up then having this tom who I see you laughing it up. Oh with. no! Tom is smitten with harmony, Ooh. and now we. This is where you get the okay. This isn't all about chess. You're not going to be able to do a hardcore chess deal. That no. is the vehicle to have where you have Tom decide he's got to get involved in the chess Ooh. so he could get close to the harmony because you end up having some cool characters here, and of course, what they get right is that any sus guy has to have glass. And we do end up having that. At, like this page, I turned the page and I saw sus glasses being sus from panel one. I laughed out loud. I'm like, yeah. this, they are following our script, Oh, yeah. Jim. This oh, is our God. script that we always have because you end up where, you know, Tom, he's trying to get close to Harmony. She's having her, her lunch and he's kind of going in there. But she's talking about chess. And of then course. you have sus glasses guy, <laughs> Laurent. Again, very French names, but he Indeed. comes in. Hey, you don't have any business. Now, I'll give Harmony a little dissing here because Uh-oh. she should step up. Laurent comes in. You don't talk to Where Harmony. Do off? She can't talk to you about your nonsense. She's Jeez. in the chest. And then out of nowhere, you get Sayori who comes over. And I love the introduction where she comes over 
And believe me, you can tell that Laurent might have a thing for her already, Uh but he at least is lenient with her because she does exactly what Tom does, but it's okay for her to do it. (laughs) She comes over, hey, what's going on? Well, since you are new here. You're not a punk like this Tom kid. Not like Tom Jagoff over here. So you end up where she's trying to improve. She's really into Gary Gasparov. She's going to learn his things. And the friendly chess player. (laughs) And then, yeah, the whole deal of we got to go. We got the chess club to have. End up where Tom is like, oh, what a jerk. And then you have Laurent who like gives him like the almost like sticks his tongue out at him as they're walking away. But now you get Sayori. And I'll tell you that it's very quick of are these people friends? Like, do they know each other? They mentioned that the Sayori is new, but she seems to be down with Tom. And Tom's like, oh, man, what's going on? I know that you like the harmony. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. What do you mean? Oh, I can tell. And plus, she ain't going to talk to you. She's on her own path. What do you mean, the pray tell? Path. She uh, talks about chess. And if you ain't in the chess, she don't want to know. She's not going to deal with you unless you deal in chess. Chess business. Thank you. Now, you know, thanks a lot, Sayori. Best gal, right? Why the heck does she join the chess club? I have no (laughs) idea what's going on. Because this whole deal where Tom decides, well, if I have to get close to her, I'm going to get up early the next day. I'm going to run to school. You end up out of nowhere having this baker. bakery. I'm telling you, this baker guy. And it does play off a lot like, in my mind, almost like a, uh, you know, Studio Ghibli type of deal. It like is the that. small French town in Japan. Exactly. <laughs> I kind of think it's neat. Everybody there seems to be French. But he's running this guy like, hey there, Tom, you're early for school. You're not going to be late for once in your life. No, I got to go. Hey, what's going on? And he's there. I really want him to be Italian so you can have a full out of time. Hey, <laughs> what's going on, oh. Tom? And then out of nowhere. He, I think, is talking <laughs> in sexual code. This is a bit too early for him to be making innuendos I like this. I swear oh, to geez. God that this is a, you better tell your mom I'm coming over with my French baguette, if you know oh what I mean. Because goodness. he says, hey, I, I thought what he was going to say is, I made some pancakes. Do you want to have some? And Tom would say, can't right now. Go into the school. No, he says, yeah. I just got some buckwheat flour from France. Could you let your mom know? I'll give her some nice pancakes. What? <laughs> now, now I'm thinking that it's him and his assistant there. It's like, please, the idea of we're going to pancake the mom. I don't know oh what's going on. Like, give her some nice pancakes. That phrasing I is I swear to God, it's wing-wing. It's so sauce. It oh made me laugh goodness. so much that I think that he's talking sexy. Please. <laughs> and like, all right, I'll tell Whatever her. I'm like, don't say. tell her. Don't say it. He's like, and I'll start calling you dad next oh, week. Wait, wait. Geez, and he's like, yeah, I'd love it if he kept going. He's like, yeah, and tell your mom I'll give her some of my fresh homemade batter. He's like, all right. And he's like, hey, by the way, I'm going to nail your mother. Great. Like, and Tom is so oblivious. All right, I'll tell her. Whatever you <laughs> say. He's like, I'm headed to the chess club. He goes in. You do see that it looks like Harmony ended up getting like some award or something from oh, Gary Kasparov himself. He wasn't a coach. That's the best thing. I just want to point out. You called him Gary Casper, which Uh-oh. is so totally ridiculous, right? Casper. But also through all this, you seem to think in your head that this whole thing is about 
ghosts playing I chess. Thought, I thought it was ghost chess. You keep asking me, when did the ghost show up? You thought <laughs> Gary Kasparov was dead. I thought he was dead. You thought that this book was going to be like almost like not a Scooby-Doo deal, but a cartoony deal where you have a girl, a guy, and their ghost the ghost master going and solving crimes I or something. The computer killed him. What are you do doing? Ghost <laughs> chess. Ghost chess. Oh my goodness, I still love this. Could you tell her that I have that and I'm going to give her some, not even make her pen. I'm going to give her. Yeah, why give? Like, I'm going to give her give? some nice pancakes. Plus, oh, geez. Yeah. what does he mean by I'm going to give her the pancakes? <laughs> and I'm waiting for it like next. I wish that this was a deal where I, I, hope, so I hope to God that the people writing this could somehow listen. I need this guy, though this <laughs> seems to be done ahead of time. He has to be sus like this every chapter. Please. Like next time he's like, hey, I gave her the pancakes. Now I'm going to give her the sauce. Right. I just need nonsense. Plus you need ghost Gary Casper. There we go. Uh, uh, R.I.P. He's uh, rolling in his non-grave right now all geez, over Louise. you, Luke. Yeah, moron. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this whole deal where you have Sayori, she goes to join the club. She's in mm. like, hey, and, and I'm telling you, sus Laurent's like, hey, everybody. I mean, all of a sudden a gem. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This Welcome is Sayori. November. She's new. You know, so take it easy on her. She wants to learn. She's very excited right. about it. Real enthusiasm. This keeps the, the young blood going in the club, there right? There we go. Oh, wait a minute. Tom came in. You can't be in here, Get Jerry. Out of here. Get out of here. We don't need beginners. Go back to the I bakery. I actually thought he was going to end up saying something. <laughs> I hope he doesn't say anything <laughs> about pancakes, but. I thought he was going to say we only allow one new member, oh. something like that. It really reminds me probably of... probably make up rules like that. It reminds me of The Simpsons, when you have the club with no homers, Jeez. and the one homer goes in, and then homer's upset, and they, oh, we let one homer in, just no plural. Whoa. And he comes in, and he's like, hey, I need to ask Harmony a question. <laughs> Wait a second. I mean, this girl, they want her in the game. Mm -hmm. like, keep your you know head in the game here. You can't ask her something. This is chess practice. No, no, it's a chess question. Oh, I thought his question was, what the hell is chess? That, that would have been a good question. But at this point, Laurent is going nuts. He's screaming uh -oh. and yelling and having all sorts of problems, yelling. And so all of that going down, he wants to join the club. And Laurent doesn't want to have that happen. But. Out of nowhere, I don't know what is going on, but you end up having Sayori go, why don't you test him and play him? Like, somebody's playing the devil's hands Raise the stakes. Like, I don't know that this kid knows anything about it. No. But Laurent ends up there, like, is he, is Tom allowed to be in the club, or does he have to wait those months until he beats Laurent? a long time frame here. Yeah, so it almost becomes that, you know, quest of training quest. Hey, if you can beat me in this certain time. But Tom seems to want to go now. Yeah. He says, okay, let's do it. Let's go. Hang about. Oh, no, no, no. Let's do this in a couple months. I'm like, what? What's going on? A couple of months, and problems. not only Laurent says you can join the club. Now he's playing the devil's hand. I'll oh. let you be club president. <laughs> I I'm sitting there like, is this really on Tom's docket here? Does he yeah. really care? <laughs> he's like, that's a lot of responsibility Jeez, here. I don't know if Tom can handle <laughs> club president shenanigans. I'm telling you. We don't really know, Tom, but I know for a fact that he's like, I can't really stay after school that long <laughs> because that baker is really after my mom. I mean, he's going to go back. That baker. Holy oh, moly. I mean, next thing you know, Tom will never be able to eat pancakes again. My goodness. So he's like, okay, that's fine. And then when he does it, he ends up like being a klutz and knocks over the 
Oopsie, oopsie. <laughs> and it, yeah, he knocks over the chest, and then it turns out like that was the most special chest oh, piece. Oh, that's your lucky piece. Oh ever. my god, this glasses, Laurent, is so over the top. <laughs> but that would be me. The problem is, I wouldn't have knocked it down somehow. I would have sat on him. Oh, Next thing you know, I'm in the hospital oh, trying to explain why, why oh, I have geez. a rook up my crook. I mean, <laughs> oh, seriously. Maybe no. <laughs> troubles. Problems. Uh, but. You end up having harmony with a little bit of character moments. Says, oh, oh, that's my favorite piece because when I ended up starting chess, the person who gave it to me, my, you know, it reminded me of my days of youth the riding horses. horses. I'm like, oh, look at fancy girl here no, with her horse harmony. riding. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. She does seem fancy, though, right? Yeah, yeah but I like that because, you know, Tom is very much, he's got that street kid look, and then she's the uptown girl, and he's the she downtown is the uptown girl, and he's the chess. Billy Joel. Playing chess, uh, he does have like that, and I like it. I like his yeah. cool, young, you know, snappy protagonist. He looks deal. like the protagonist look. Yeah, and maybe you'd even have a point. Well, seriously, Sus Laurent. I'm looking at that bowl cut of his and those glasses. He's just bad. But oh yeah, goodness. he ends up where he's going to end up using his brain, and he's going to show them, and he's going to be the big guy going. And yeah, you end up doing it, and it's it's pretty cool. It mm-hmm. actually was a pretty neat little book that I liked more than I actually even imagined I would. Yeah. Especially I read this after. I'm not saying that I hated Zombie Makeout Club. It just that was kind of quick and I, I wanted more from it. This is actually a really meaty chapter in it. And oh, something yeah. that I would suggest that if you do listen to us and all the stuff we do, I think this is kind of like something that would be like a gym and Luke book as far Absolutely. as you can go. I love the idea because I'm looking at the cover now and really I'll give you the quick deal of this. It ends up saying that he gets involved in some sort of virtual reality thing that he's able to be taught by Gary Kasparov. It seems to be the deal. That's why you thought he was a ghost. I Look see at it that now. Cover. Look I at see the cover it. and tell me. But I think it's ghost. more of a training deal. And yeah, it doesn't <laughs> say featuring Gary Kasparov R.I.P. Casper, the friendly. Yeah. I ended ghost. up. I tweeted the guy. I hope I didn't tweet a ghost. <laughs> I don't think he's dead. So, so yeah. So all of that going on, what would you give it? Yeah, I was very impressed with this book. Um, of the two books we did, yeah. these new I releases, uh, I and this was the one I was looking forward to uh, because uh, you know anything like the just the concept of chess manga. Uh, is already you know, tickling my fancy, Jim. Yeah, uh, just like yeah. the bakery I could would tell. be. Yes, um, yeah, really. Yeah, but um, you know, like it, it was very fun. Like you, you do have, I suppose, like you, very basic characters. Like we are laughing because it's the tropes that we've been seeing all this time. You know, glasses is the biggest glasses we've ever seen, and then we have like the the plucky protagonist who's going to risk it all for love. And the then, kind you know, of aloof gem of a girl yeah. and then the new girl sidekick. They, But here, you agree with me Indeed. that sometimes you have the tropes and they work out because you get to see what's going on. You know, and you don't have to worry too much about some, like some of these. You're like, oh, I get this. And then it allows the creators to go against those later I, I think that sometimes in the first chapter some of the tropes do work out actually. and you don't bog it down too much with chess which is good because i'll be honest like i'm a chess dummy i don't know much about the chess i i thought that the guy was a ghost yeah so, I, <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you know we're having problems but i didn't um, know what you were talking about <laughs> when you you ended up asking me before i read it and you're like when do we get to the ghost chess <laughs> somehow i forgot the name of the book 
And I thought that it was actually like called like ghost chest or ghost blitz. So then I get in, I'm like, what was he talking about? I thought it was a ghost. I love the idea that you think that a computer ended up killing Gary (laughs) Kasparov. Like that's the side chapters you get. Gary Kasparov on the front lines of a robot apocalypse may or may not be a ghost. And we can only hope that Deep Blue <laughs> is not on the other side. Like stuck in, like we got Tron in the chess computer. Oh this is like Terminator. You end up having Incredible. the chess playing. Now, again, they start learning using tools. There's problems. <laughs> Who better to fight them than Gary Kasparov? Amazing. Unfortunately, it seems in your world he lost. He's a ghost. <laughs> but then he gets stronger, then the force grows stronger. Than him there. He is there kind go. of like the ghost Yoda back you there. You know, that blue <laughs> tint, you know? I'm telling uh, you. You're a moron. The force, Holy the chest force is strong in you. Oh, my ghost goodness. chest is what I'm calling it from now on. Uh, uh, yes. What would be your score, though? Yeah, I was very impressed. Uh, I very much enjoyed this. I'm looking forward to more. Uh, I thought the art was great, characters are great. Uh, and I'm actually looking forward to learning more about chess, which I never thought I'd say. But uh, this bag is uh, really uh, tickling my fancy. I'm going to go a very high score, 9.5. I'm going to go. It. I'm actually going 9.3. Ooh. I'm actually going full out with it uh, because of the idea that I didn't expect it to be this good. I actually really go. enjoyed it. Again, I'm not a big chess player. So I'm more of a oh. checkers guy myself. <laughs> and even then, I'm terrible at that. So maybe I'm more of a tic-tac-toe guy. Maybe. And then with ghosts. But about a big. I thought it was really good. So yeah. I'm with you. Who is your gem of the week? Oh, uh, I'm going for gems of the oh, week. Jim, I know. Because I think it. we're going to be tied. <laughs> I think we're going to be tied. Who is it? We're talking about the serious hamster squad I'm with coming you. in to save the day yeah. in the marriage toxins. And I'm going to go a little one step over that as well oh. and throw Arashiyama in as well. Because she ends up really stepping up to help Hero when she really spelled out that nobody thought she could do anything. She doesn't fight. And you see that it's just maybe she had no reason to fight. Like, she is an assassin who's never mm-hmm. killed anybody. So they thought of her as worthless. I think she's too nice a girl to actually kill people, but to step up and try to save Hero where. Again, just to think, he Hero is the be-all, end-all. This is one of the top five guys, and she's going to try to step in and do something he couldn't mm. do. I think it'll at least buy some time so that Hero can kind of recover. Remember, he's just down and out because of that, you know, the, the toxin deal. So I think mm-hmm. that he'll come up. And in that, just that I don't know why I'm mentioning this stuff now for that chapter, but you end up having... You know, the whole play going and you didn't even see really Konosaki. So she might even get involved as well. So maybe with all maybe. that, maybe that whole book the gem. But I think I'm going to make you a gem for first calling Gary Casper up. <laughs> Gary Casper to Casper. go in the idea that you thought he was a ghost. <laughs> a ghost. So that is <sighs> the most ridiculous thing ever on this whole show. Is you thinking Gary Casper was a ghost. But also me and you thinking that a guy just being nice. And making pancakes was a sexual so sus. And so on Front Street to the lady's son. Like, he's really (laughs) rubbing it in. I don't get it. I don't get it. The audacity. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please go over to Twitter, at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then if you like what you hear on this pretty long podcast. We didn't mean it to be this long, Uh but it was. We were having some fun together. Mm. So, in the, yeah, really, like, ghost (laughs) chess players. 
We couldn't stop the game. Jeez. And go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga. All these links and links to all of our shows, including seven reading clubs, this podcast, our Manga Monday, and the Patreon, all in the show notes. And if you go to the Patreon, you get early access to a bunch of the shows, including up to eight episodes of the Manga Monday show. So that is that look. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go tell. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit there. I'm going to go make dinner. I'm just going to shake my head the whole time. And then I'll probably tell my wife, I'll tell Tanya all about this, and she'll just look at me with a blank stare because she'll never know what I'm talking about. Great. But I can watch. We're recording a video. I'll watch the video again and chuckle once again at Luke Hollywood. But thanks, everybody. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thank you, Luke, for making my day. And we'll talk to everybody next week. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.